Friday, it's Friday, it's the day after, there it is, it's the day after St. Patrick's Day. Anybody uh, else get wasted on St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, mine was an accidental drunkenness. I did not mean to show up at some party where PBR was free and I got to do 20 minutes of comedy. That was amazing. I had, I had a lot of fun last night, let me tell you. Doing dabs on the back with everybody. My comedy set started last night before I was even on stage. I was like out in the back and they're giving me dabs and I'm telling jokes and they're like, when are you up? And I'm like, I love the stork. Why have I never been here before? What is this Oakland place I never go to? And why are their audiences so kind, generous? Like you people here, San Franciscan wonderments. Uh, I'm in a good mood because I don't know if you guys know up on uh, 16th Street from three to six at the sushi place, they have half price alcohol. Oh yeah, for $5.50, I got a large Sapporo and a large hot sake. I feel amazing. Fuck MDMA, I need some more hot sake in my life, all right? That's what I'm doing. We're getting this thing started, you guys. We're gonna keep it to tight four minute sets so we can blow through as many people as we can because we have a lot of people on the list. Your first comedian shaved his face. Uh, he was in a great he was in a great show on uh, Monday where he played the character of the boxer guy who bites people's ears off. Who is it? Mike Tyson. He was great. He'll be great right now for you guys. Put your hands together. It's Ed Ants. All right, so you all know my usual bit. Time to get to it. You're about to get in a very good time, my friend. My name is Ed, and despite my best efforts and impassioned interests, I'm a loner. I spend my days browsing the internet, smoking as much weed as I can get my hands on. And according to the federal government, I should start paying my student loans. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting on SSI so that I can retire to a third world village somewhere. Some place where you can't drink the tap water. You know, maybe they outlawed a kind of sex that you like. Hell, maybe a decent car costs more than a home there. You know, like Detroit. <laughs> I hate that being an asshole is a must-have trait if you expect to be an active member of the gene pool. Yeah. I'm a nice guy. When I see a woman with low self-esteem, I just try to make her feel good about herself. Now, Sadly, that's not a successful mating strategy. Apparently, women like complaining more about men than they like forming stable relationships. All right, that's where I lost all the ladies. Let's move on. Have you ever listened to a feminist and realized that they've never spent any amount of time with a man? You know, it might not be that feminists only love women. It, could be the case, but more than likely, it's just that no one likes spending time with a living term paper on why they're a piece of shit. All right, too dark. Hey, this will bring you back up. There are more Thai porn stars with penises than there are Thai porn stars with ovaries or male Thai porn stars. 
Yeah, we know what you're into. I once bought a billboard, and on that billboard, I put a big picture of myself. Underneath that, I put the words, want a date? 415-830-5217. Now, I only ever get calls from the police on that number. Apparently, somebody found a dead body. Yeah, it is. It is. There's someone out there for you. Have you ever heard that phrase? Yeah. Apparently, it's a phrase that women use when they don't want to fuck you, but they know that you're emotional, and they don't want to be on your suicide note. So, get on that. You heard the horn, and that means only one thing. It's time for an ad. A short while ago, Pam held the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival here. Now, thankfully, I managed to interview one of the comics that came from Portland, Wendy Weiss. She changed her name. Yeah, yeah, she did. She did. Yeah, I know it's a travesty. Yeah. Well, it's not on the podcast. Go on her Facebook feed. You'll find out. Anyway, go to my website, JustMeAndChicks.com. Download the podcast that I did with her and buy a hoodie. Com. I still am meaning to buy a hoodie. I need to buy a hoodie for him. He hasn't even bought a hoodie for himself. I think that all together, we could come up with $50 and buy a hoodie for him. I think that can happen. Uh, all right. You guys, your next comedian uh, is, he just walked outside. Did he go potty? He was next, and he just walked out the door or went potty. Are you, are you entering from the bathroom like a baller? Did, is that what's happening, David Klein? Did, which way did he go? Yeah, no, this is great. It means he's going to make an amazing entrance. You guys, I hope he's taking a shit right now. That would be so funny that we all clap for it. I think we should, uh, if you if you are taking a shit, you got to light a match. I don't have any in there. I hope you have some in your pockets. Uh, if not, I've actually done a set from in that bathroom. It's really fun. You just take the microphone and close the door and say ridiculous things. Because you might as well, because it's a bathroom and the door is closed. And you get privacy. Here is your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for David Klein. Okay. Yeah, all right. That was the fastest urine to joke time ever for me. I feel pretty good about that. Um... I'm not a big fan of uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, but I really like their music. In New York, concrete jungle, where you know this, you know where this joke is going. Um, that Hova guy is pretty talented. Um, I don't know about you. I think passports are like Tinder profiles, but for countries. It's like trying to look really good, you know. Our passports got trains. And they got Buffalo and, and cool satellites from outer space. But, you know, there's no Chinese slaves. There's no smallpox blankets. There's no Houston rockets. 
Like, you guys, it's a facade. It's just what they're trying to show. On the outside, a passport's all smooth and nice and sexy and that nice blue color. And, you know, you don't know where that's from. You know, you don't know that passport might have been born in a place with just 48 angry people and nine shitty chairs. You don't know that passport was born out of hate. You may know it's got some tattoos from Mexico or Ibiza. But that passport might not keep stay with you. It might leave. And three months from down the road, you find out it's in some other dude's pocket, rubbing some other dude's leg, occasionally touching some other dude's balls. And that passport was your passport. And you thought that passport was OK. But it's a fucking whore, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I think emojis are sexist. Uh, you got all these emojis of dudes with jobs, but you have no employed women. Uh, you got a firefighter, he's got a job. You got a policeman, he's got a job. Uh, it can be argued the guy with the turban is gainfully employed. <laughs> I, I like putting racist jokes in my feminist jokes. I think they go well together, assholes. Uh, no, it's crazy. There's a fucking ghost, there's Santa Claus, and there's no women with jobs. There's a DVD player, there's a syringe filled with fucking blood, and, and no women with jobs. There's two camps. What, what are you going to do with two camels? Two camels? Like, first guy's like, oh, yeah, bro, I'm so thirsty, camel. And his friend is like, no, I'm more thirsty, camel, other camel. Um, I guess you could say that there's an emoji of a princess, uh, but that's not a job. That's a fantasy. And statistically speaking, if you were a princess, you'd be fucking your own brother. So no one wants that. Uh, it's not fun, I don't think. Although those fucking kings and queens are pretty ugly, so I don't, maybe, uh, I don't know where we're going. Uh, other stuff. Uh, I did karate when I was a kid. I was a young child black belt. If you can't tell, I don't know why you'd be able to tell. Uh, I'm not flexible anymore. You, you know, used to, used to, woo, used to do all the shit. Um, but it's really weird because, like, I did Taekwondo, which is basically learning how to fight with a bunch of rules. Like, you know, no punching the balls, no kicking the knees, but you can dance. Uh, what's also allowed is to go to Home Depot and, and buy wood to break uh, in your uniform. Uh, you're also allowed to march in front of the entire town in, in your uniform. Uh, it's also allowed to bow to your instructor in the supermarket, not in your uniform. And you're both white, which means everyone thinks he's raping you. Um, so there's that going on. Anyway, I'm David Klein. It's been super real. David Klein, figuring out how this new stage goes and how we figure this shit out. Where do we go? Uh, I, I, yeah, that was you're really flexible for a dude. I used to be able to go all the way, all the way. Kickball change all the way to the top, right? You gotta like. And now you just dance? No, do you, did it, did it help? No, he doesn't dance. I was hoping we could swing dance someday. I thought that would be a fun thing for us. You, if you could do Taekwondo, you can swing dance like a motherfucker. It's the same thing. It's all choreography. Just, it's choreography hitting someone in the face as opposed to like choreography, like trying not to step on their toes. It's the same thing. It's all, everything in life is choreography. It's all planning and forethought, just like our next comedian is going to bring us planning and forethought. Or not. Whatever. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Uh, he's going to be putting together a new show. Are you, 
If I can't even remember emails anymore. I get so confused. Are you working with Ken Suzuki on the new show? Oh, no, it's Sanj. I'm sorry. I'm confusing Indian people. I'm such an accidental racist. I'm a dick, okay? Your next comedian's from New York. He's a really funny guy. Uh, you're going to love him. Everybody put your hands together for Sid Singh. This is so awkward because everyone knows I'm more of a Richard Servarte. All right. Uh... I mean, if I had a cool hat like Sanj, then I'd be like, yeah, that's right. I, too, am half anime character. All right. Uh, he's a fun young comedian. Um, man, the hits just keep on coming, don't they, this week? I have just been getting destroyed. Uh, I, I went to a party recently, because uh, sometimes I get to have fun, and uh, I was the first guy to arrive, but I was like the 10th person, right? So it was me and nine girls, and I, no, I just, see, I've never felt like more of a troll in my life. I've never had so many women look at me and be like, maybe I'll just grow my own penis. Like, that's just like, you know, just women look at me like, pussy's not that bad. Like, they're just like, I'll wait for the second guy. You know, here's the thing. It got so bad. At one point, my friend Zoe was like, hey, Sid, like, for real, though, like, you need to stop hitting on my friends, okay? Because honestly, they're really smart and they can tell when you're hitting on them. Uh, which, uh, fucking good! That's the point! That's the fucking... That's why you hit on someone. I'm not... Look, look at me. I am not going to trick my way into pussy. That's not happening. You can't do... With this beard, you can't do that. If you, if you try, it's rape. Even if you're not... With this beard, it's only rape. Even like... Me being mean just feels like rape. I can't do it. <laughs> and it's annoying. It's annoying being turned down by so many women. When I, you know, it this way. I think right now I am a feminist uh, because I hate women. You know, <laughs> not like all women, but enough women, right? And that's. I just want it. Just you. It doesn't feel right to hate women when they don't have all their rights. It doesn't. It just feels like you're beating up on a. Like I don't. I just. I want to explain, like, I want women to be able to vote, to have equal opportunities in jobs, to make as much money as men. I want women to get any opportunity to say whatever they want or whatever repercussions. And I want that because I really want to call Cindy a cunt. Like, that's all, that's all I'm getting towards. That's all I'm working towards. That's all I really want is to just be mean to someone and not feel bad afterwards. That's all I'm looking for. And you can't do that until they get that shit first. That's just the way it works. I don't understand how every minority isn't a feminist, though. I don't understand, especially, like, if you're a dude. Like, I don't understand why you think you're going to get rights before some attractive white woman. Like, I don't understand why you don't understand what the pecking order is. Like, you should... I'm a feminist because one day I too would like to vote. I already have the right, but I just want <laughs> to know how. Um, seems very complicated. Uh, man. Okay. You know what the meanest thing a girl said to me? And this is gonna just. This is just. This is how big my ego is as a person and as a comedian. The meanest thing a girl said to me this week was. <laughs> Uh, last night, my friend Alex was like, you know, honestly, I don't think you could be one of the best comedians uh, alive at any point. And that's it. That was the meanest thing. That was the, I, I'll tell you, that's how I know I'm a comic more than I'm a dude, because that would hurt me so much more than if she said I won't date you. Like, I just, like, really, there's no chance, like, what, all the comedians couldn't get some weird virus, and I'm like, aha, last but alive, like, there's no, <laughs> you think zombies are possible, but not that? All right. 
What I'm trying to say is life is just miserable, guys. All right. Have a nice time. Peace. Sid Sing, everybody. Sid Sing. Very funny stuff. Oh, that's nice. Sweet. Hey, there's pastries over there, you guys. Uh, also, the guys coming tonight with all the weird foods. Uh, tonight, I think we have like a bunch of vegetables, cauliflower. We have meatloaf tonight. I don't know where the meatloaf's coming from, but hey, delicious stuff. Stefan shaved again. That's interesting. There we go. That's a segue for me. He walked in and he shaved. That worked. Sid Singh doesn't shave. You know, you're supposed to use the beard to get chicks, not to repel them. And that joke is so funny in the beginning because you're like, nine chicks and none of them like my beard. I'm like, don't you live in San Francisco with the rest of us? Like, did you didn't get... I don't like anything about me. It had nothing to do with the beard. (laughs) Sid Singh. Good stuff. Uh, Your next comedian. Uh, th- I'm so excited because uh, in two sets ago, I finally started paying attention. And I realized he was gay. <laughs> it's like, like, I didn't know that until two sets ago when you start talking about dicks in your mouth. And I was like, oh, really? Wow, cool. I love I loved the gays. I just didn't know. It was like, it was like my own brain closets myself from the city that I live in. It's so weird. But I do. I love the gay people. I swear I'm not homophobic or racist in any way. I would marry a gay guy tomorrow. I would have a baby with a gay guy tomorrow because I'm sure he'd be a better dad than all the rest of you fuckballs. All right, you guys, put your hands together for the very funny Adam Strawbridge. Not gay. Uh, <laughs> bisexual, it's okay. No, it's not the same. It's not the same. Um, <laughs> it's not relevant for this material, but uh, I watch a lot of animal videos. I like watching animal documentaries because I like to see like the human in them and vice versa. But so far, all I've learned is that these animals are just like really into doggy style. Exclusively, it's like to the point where it's unimaginative on their part. But I realized if you saw animals doing other positions, that'd be really freaky. Like if you saw baboons doing like reverse cowgirl, it'd be like Planet of the Apes. They're evolving. It's the first step. The platypus is crazy, right? Because it's got fur, but it lays eggs, and it's got a beak, so it's all over the map. Um, if you ask a biologist about the platypus, they'll give you some like hocus pocus that like the platypus is the last member of an ancient lineage of mammals that hadn't yet developed placenta. But I prefer to think that like in heaven, there was an angel carrying a big bucket of beaver parts, and it crashed into an angel carrying a bucket of duck parts. And the angel's like, you got your duck and my beaver. And the angel's like, you got your beaver and my duck. And then God said, this is no problem. We'll just slap a poison Talonaut's ass and drop it in Australia. It'll make total sense there. Um, I don't think I have a future in the porn industry as a porn star, but I think I could make it as a porn critic. Because like two out of three times when I'm watching porn, I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, this is hot. But then one third of the time, I'm thinking like, you know, I have notes, you know? (laughs) Some of them are pretty subtle um, or not that big a deal. Like in terms of cinematography, uh, if you're going to show a girl's butt, don't linger on it unless it's coming back in the third act, you know, like Chekhov's gun. Uh, But then some of this is more and more substantial. So like... Uh, don't have the girl scream, I poppy, I poppy, if earlier in the scene we established she's a blonde girl from Nebraska. <laughs> Just a disconnect. Um, my friend recently dumped her boyfriend because he secretly filmed her having sex, and that messed up. 
What a bastard. Uh, she says, I wish I lived in a different century where there wouldn't be all this technology, all these ways to exploit women. But I said, actually, I think even though technology has changed, people are the same, you know? And I read recently that in Italy, in the Renaissance, guys would like meet a girl, take her home, and have sex. And they'd have a little artist in the closet like painting the whole thing. <laughs> it would take like four or five nights, but then they'd, they'd get it. Um, and she didn't believe me. She was like, I don't, you know, you're just saying that to make me feel better. And I was like, no, for real, like, there's a museum in Italy. Uh, it's classic. It's the Museo de Ex-Girlfriend Revenge. Um, <laughs> it's a real place. I consider every day I don't masturbate at work to be a moral victory. Uh, I don't know where on the totem pole of shame that puts me. Hopefully not too low. Uh, I had a sign made for the bathroom next to my cubicle. It says, this stall has gone nine days without an ejaculation. Uh... <laughs> My goal is to make it a whole fortnight, but it's tough because my biggest turn on is being berated by authority figures, and I'm terrible at my job. So, usually in and out of the bathroom all day. Uh, let's wrap this up. Guys, I recently reconnected with my mom. Uh, felt like kind of a big deal. But then, like, you know when you reconnect with your parents, you're reminded of why you disconnected. Uh, so my mom is like very racist, but this is like this particular vintage 90s suburban racism where it's just like ignorance, like aggressive ignorance. Like my mom thinks any group of three or more black guys playing music together is reggae. Like even if it's like a string quartet. She'd be like, oh, what beautiful reggae. No mom, that's Beethoven. Uh, some people think Beethoven was black, but that's just because white people made a lot more money than him doing covers of songs he wrote. All right, thanks guys, I'm Adam Strawbridge. Strawbridge, keep it going for him, hooray, hooray. Keep those meat paws a-slapping. Uh, for the person running your ones and twos tonight, Trina Roderick in the booth. You guys gotta listen to her new show on Mondays, I mean on Sundays from six to eight called The Immutables. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, your next comedian is super awesome. Like, like the, she actually is technically awesome right now because the light reflecting off of her, it's you all shit, it's you. Wow, it is an awesome jacket. Like my eyes are like, yeah. You know, like when you're like, oh, black, brown, blue, black. Good, it's exciting color. And um, her co comedy is very colorful as well. You guys will enjoy her so much. Put your hands together for Jenny Hogan. move like one seat over both of you and uh okay you're okay would you mind i'm just like not i'm not comfortable with uh when people like directly on the side i'll kind of sink into the wall here um this is strange for me hi mary i'm glad you're here i'm gonna reference you okay um so i'm gonna do this joke that uh pam asked me to do um it's the only reason i'm doing it it may or may not be funny can you oh ethan would you mind sitting there thank you okay <laughs> better, better. Um, <laughs> do you guys use Venmo? It's like this app where you can transfer money between people. You can request money. So after I go out with a guy, I typically like to send him a Venmo request for $400 for sex plus girlfriend-like experience. Just in case, you know, like who couldn't use a couple extra bucks. Uh, I went out with a guy a few months ago, and he like insisted on paying. And then at the end of the night, I think he wanted me to go home with him. And the reason I think this is because he asked me like seven or eight times if I would. Um, but, but I said no, and then like three minutes after, he sends me a Venmo request for $18 for drinks. 
Yeah, like, what a fucking asshole. I was so pissed off. Like, who does that? Like, who would, like, charge a girl after she didn't sleep with you? So then on our second date, um, the same the same thing happened, uh, but it, and then he, like, insisted on paying, but this time, like, I did sleep with him because I didn't have $18. Uh, and so I leave, and then, like, three minutes later, I get a Venmo request from him, 1850 drinks plus condom. <laughs> fucked up, right? Uh, but, you know, until that moment, I don't think I'd really, like, been fully grateful to all of the guys who had treated me to condoms in the past. Uh, I was pissed, though. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I had sex with this guy. Like, I slept with him, and he thinks he's gonna charge me for, like, the condom? Like, I, that is, like, I fucked him. Like, that's 45 seconds of my life I am never getting back. I'm not fucking paying for the condom. So I texted him, being like, hey, dude, like, what about the sex? Three minutes later, I get a Venmo request from him. $480. Sex plus boyfriend-like experience. $480? Like, what a fucking wage gap. It's fucked up. Um, okay, so... Do you guys know this thing called Thinks? None of you are gonna know it. This is not the right crowd for this joke. Do you know Thinks? Is it you the thing yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Thinks is a new kind of technology. It's like underwear that you can just like bleed into. You don't need to be wearing a tampon, and then it'll like absorb it, and like you're good to go. I'm generally not a fan of menstruation menstruation technology. Um, I uh, I think that we did really well with like the tens. You read the Bible. You know the Bible, right, Mary? Mary can tell you what they used to do. They, uh, they went into tents. And, like, honestly, like, if the tents had Wi-Fi, like, that sounds like a fucking vacation. Like, tampons ruined it. Like, I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> I'd love to go into a tent for three days a month, uh, just, like, Netflix and bleed. <laughs> so, anyway, um, there's this, this new thing called Thinks, and I saw an ad on Facebook, because, of course, like, Facebook knows when I'm on my period, like, based on the tone of my messages. And, uh, and the ad said, underwear for women with periods. And I was like, shit, that's me. Like, they nailed it. <laughs> that ad, perfect advertising. So I got them. Um, but, you know, I should have known better. Like, you have to order them online. They're not in stores. Yeah, they're like 30 bucks. But I was like, I'm going to save money on tampons. Um, I ordered them online. Uh, and they claim that it's, like, technology so that it, like, looks sexy, just like underwear. It was like black diapers with lace on top. <gasps> Fucked up, yeah. But I gotta say, I loved it. Um, like, I don't really, I take this dance class called like reggaeton fusion, and I don't, uh, <laughs> the instructor like, doesn't really like uh, like white girls, and on like a scale of like one to white, I'm like, I'm, like pretty high up there. So you're supposed to like sort of like, sh yeah, kind of shake your butt, and like I can't really do it, I kind of just like, go like this. But like, seriously, with like two extra inches, like it works. Like the things just do the work for me. Like, better than butt implants, um, because they're cheaper. I looked into it. Uh, all right. So I tried to be bulimic, but I couldn't quite hack it. <laughs> On the topic of bodily excretions. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, OK, I got one more minute. Oh, I'm wait. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm in. I did not hear the one. I'm done. Bye, guys. <laughs> Keep it going for Jenny Hogan, doing requests. She does requests. I love it. I love that Venmo joke. I think it's very, very progressive and amazing. Very, very funny. His kid, oh, there he is. Uh, your next comedian is wearing his dorkiest outfit that he has. 
Uh, he gets to be, no, I love Star Trek and Star Wars. I can go, I can swing both ways on this one. It's fine, just because he's dressed like, it's, he's Riker. He's second in command with that red jersey. Where's your little beep beep? Like, you touch your chest. All right. He's, he's going to die. He's a random. It's called a communicator. I know I'm not such a fan that I don't know what's fucking called a communicator. I'm a dick. Uh, your next comedian is not a dick. He's a nice guy and a very funny man, although sometimes on stage he acts like a dick. But it's not real. Don't worry about it. Listening audience, he's really a nice guy. Put your hands together for Ken Suzuki. Ed. Red shirts never died in TNG, you hack. How dare you? Now, um, in all seriousness, I, uh, I want to found, found a new electric car company to rival the Tesla, the Edison. Because you can't use alternating currents. You can't use the alternating currents. It'll kill the elephants. It'll kill the elephants. Oh, why did I think of that when I needed a history smistry? Oh, I don't know. I, um, I, I do wonder, though, do you guys think that people who re- read Bale, Braille must be really good at finger banging? <laughs> Their hands are just so sensitive, you know? And that's what's important in the art of making love, sensitive hands. Because they're just such a fine line between rough sex and violating the Geneva Convention, isn't there? I mean, where does the foreplay end and the enhanced interrogation begin? Gitmo, that's where it ends. I give that joke about three CIA black sites. Oh, but if I do it, it's torture. If the government does it, oh, it's okay. For example, if I, if I read my neighbor's mail or hack into their phone or stare into their window with binoculars, I'm a peeping Tom. But if the government does it, national security. I'm doing my part for Neighborhood Watch. I'm doing my part for Neighborhood Watch, people. I am a civically-minded individual. I used to, I used to box when I was a young man, and I had this dream of being a professional fighter. And I learned, I used to have this thought though that nothing could be more humiliating than losing a fight. Nothing could be more humiliating than losing a fight and the pressure, all that. I ended up quitting. You know, had I started out with comedy, I don't think I ever would have given up on that dream. <laughs> But you know, you learn, you still every day, you still do what you can to work out. And as you're at work in downtime doing push-ups, you learn to yourself, no matter how many push-ups you do, no matter how much weight you lift, no matter how much you shadow box in your spare time, you'll never, ever be able to push away your demons. (laughs) They always win. They always win. You can fight, you can train all you want. You find yourself back at an open mic in a basement somewhere, bombing on stage. Hoping beyond hope that you'll incite one little bit of laughter and all you got, no, all you can do is start contemplating things like, you know, all those suicide jokes I wrote, am I writing a letter? You guys have been great, thank you. Yeah, I don't want to be the guy that runs the clock. No, 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 the war means a minute. Do another, at least 
Okay. I'm going to hit a lot. Here we go. Alright, so because we're in the tech industry, <laughs> I, uh, I've been thinking about apps besides the, the Edison. I thought of an idea for a new app. What the app does is it uses the GPS locator on your phone to help you find all the area, all the places in your surrounding area where you can uh, most effectively kill yourself. Because you never know, that bridge you've been eyeing, that bridge you've been eyeing just may not be the right height for someone your size and weight. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Know the right height. You gotta got. You gotta know physics. It's a physics app. It's all about th uh, 9.8 meters per second squared, and then hitting that water, it feels like concrete. Am I right? Anyone else ever jumped off the Bay Bridge? I mean, the Golden Gate. Golden Gate's higher. If you really wanna die, go to the Golden Gate. That's what they say. Fuck those fucking nets. You know what I mean? Go out in the middle and jump off far. Superman it. Try for the dive. Smash your face. I mean, I'm just, I didn't see that bridge movie, but I thought about it. Uh, I don't, yeah, anyway. Yay, comedy. It's making me feel so much better about myself. Your next comedian is a really, really funny dude, and I love his impressions. I am so happy that he got a theater degree from college because he's the only person I know actually using it. Put your hands together for Stefan Massey. Pam, who designed this new layout? It's fantastic. Journey Roberts' idea. Oh, man. Journey Roberts' idea. Like, Bullshit. Stage is mine. <laughs> <laughs> you built the stage. You built the stage, but Journey was the one that said to put it here. She said to put it here. Oh. I'm, 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 so, I'm so glad we could, we could set the record straight on that. Uh, it, it looks great in any case. Um, uh, you guys like my shirt? Yay. Yeah, okay, cool. For the listening audience, my shirt says Make Comics, Not War. Um, it's advocating drawing and writing comics. It's not advocating <laughs> procreation among comedians because Lord knows we don't need more of us or more competition. Uh, I was going to come up here and do some material about my Asperger's. Yay. However... <laughs> No, you're going to be happy about this. I did just watch the movie Grizzly Man for the first time. And I have some thoughts. So I'm, I'm guessing you guys are going to prefer that. I hate this thing. Ugh. Really? Yeah, I, I always forget about that. But that's a recent problem, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, okay. Anyway. So guys, Grizzly Man, uh, if you don't know, Werner Herzog made a movie about this dude, Timothy Treadwell, who was living in this uh, nationally protected park full of grizzlies, and uh, guess what? They fucking killed and ate him after, like, but after like 10 years of him like coming out there once yearly to live with them and videotape himself, and Werner just takes these thousands of hours of footage, and I'm pretty sure that despite the fact that it's a, a fascinating subject matter and totally engrossing throughout, I'm pretty sure that the main reason that he made this movie is he found someone weirder than he was, <laughs> and, and, he, and he just couldn't let that go. Like, okay, to, to illustrate, like, okay, this, this, guy, this guy was, like, just, like, beyond in love with animals. I, and I love animals. Like, I, I think animals are way the fuck better than people. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> no, like if I see anything about, you know, animal cruelty, I, I just like simultaneously tear up and get like as angry as humanly possible. But this guy, <laughs> this guy saw a bear shit and went up to the fresh shit and just like treated it like it was fucking communion at church. He didn't eat it. He didn't eat it. He was just he stopped just short, but he was like he was like, "Oh my god, this was just inside her. This was just I'm I'm touching her poo. It's oh my god, it's it was just inside her." And and for reference, I mean, Werner has his fair share moments as well. He never like is directly on camera, but there's a scene in this movie where he uh is with the what's basically the widow of this guy, and he's listening to the tape that him and this girl uh, left behind, the very last tape they made, which is just the audio recording of them being mauled by one of the grizzlies, and he's sitting in front of her listening to this tape, having a very emotional reaction, understandably so, and and then he, he says to her, Claire, you must never listen to this tape. You must destroy it. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> oh God, I, I I'm gonna actually write some stuff about this and come back to you guys about it. But I just I just needed to get that out. Yeah, I figured. Uh, uh, okay, I'll 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 uh, try and keep this one short. But uh, okay, so guys, I uh, have never had sex and I probably never will. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I've told you. I guess not. <laughs> Five minutes, babe. I don't have money on me, just so you know, if this is a pay-to-play event. But, uh, it's, you know, it's just where I live. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm at peace with it. But whenever I make new white friends and I tell them about it, they always have the same reaction. Oh, we're going to make it happen for you, man. We're going to get you in there. And what my white friends fail to truly understand is that a supreme force of will in the universe has decreed that I cannot engage in coitus. There is an ancient, unspeakable demon who draws his strength from my sexual frustration. And when I tell my non-white friends about this, they don't try to console me or get at the root of my problem. They're just like, damn, man. That sucks, and then we smoke a joint. And you know, sometimes a shitty thing is just a shitty thing, and you would just like to have how you're feeling acknowledged, at least until the ineffable hell beast uh, finds someone else to prey on, and he decides that your suffering can finally end. I'm Stefan Massey, give it up for Pam. Give it up for the ineffable hell beast himself, Stefan Massey. Someone get that guy laid so he doesn't actually become an ineffable hell beast, which is a beautiful turn of phrase. What a writer. Uh, your next comedian confided in me this morning at 11.50 when he woke me up with his text to ask when the pre-sign list was coming out. Pam, I have all new material, and I need to know when the list is coming out. And I was like, I am so hungover. I'm in Berkeley still. Like, I, I think my, I'm dead right now. I, I, I just threw up, like, lentils into the toilet. It was bad. I, all my boyfriend had in his house was lentils. Yeah, no, I was, he woke me up and I was like, Timothy Pizza needs information. It's important stuff. You guys, put your hands together for Tim Pizza! Hi. Uh, I'm trying to be uh, less approachable. I, uh, I don't do eye contact. It's just eye to crotch now all the time. 
And if anybody gets within three feet, I mumble something like, I miss all of you. <laughs> I reference non-existent television shows. People actually try to talk to me like, hey, did you catch Chimbley the strong banana? He's really figuring it out. And they're like, what channel's that on? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't ever want to be old. It's the, it's the most frightening thing to me. Like uh, falling asleep at the wheel all the time. Like fighting off the white light constantly. Where the fuck are you going to bury all those parakeets? It's like every time I go to my grandma's house, there's a new one. I know it. So I know I'm going to fucking kill myself one day. So everybody who's always talking about like the Dirty Sanchez or the Cleveland Steamer, well, I've got like some suicide moves for you. There's the uh, techie. Uh, that's when you hang yourself on chat roulette. <laughs> there's the uh, 1600 for the younger generation. That's in the middle of your SAT exam. You sharpen both your number two uh, pencils, cram them in your nostrils, and slam your face against the fucking desk. And uh, my personal favorite for the older generation is the Sandy Duncan. Uh, that's when you drown yourself in your cat's litter box. <laughs> I've been uh, seeing this new girl. I've been getting a lot of red flags. Uh, her house always smells like cookies. There's never any fucking cookies. She never offered me one. For some reason, she's not allowed to have shoelaces. Uh, she can't, she, she can't make triangles with the vacuum. She just goes fucking crazy with the thing. And she winks at me before she slaps me. Everybody's always talking about the fucking spirit animal. Like, it's this beautiful thing. Well, my insides are no-nos. Like, if I had a spirit animal, it would be a rat defending half a gas station burrito. Like... I've got spirit garbage. <laughs> like, my spirit garbage is a 195-pound trash bag filled with Miracle Whip. <laughs> I wish my spirit animal was some sort of cool lizard with, like, jewels on his head. <laughs> I just want to be that dude, like, in the old Miami Vice shows that was just, like, wearing hammy, hammer pants and holding an Uzi just in the corner. <laughs> Never said anything. <laughs> That's, like, my dream job. Yeah. Uh, I got some ideas for uh, new inventions, like a human-sized taco shell, a taller basset hound, a video game that if I win it, my dad will love me. Okay, I got, I got one more joke, and then I'm out of here. Uh, what's the difference between a heroin addict and a diabetic? A diabetic uses a spoon for ice cream. <laughs> Timothy Pizza. Timothy Pizza's new jokes, give it up for him. Yeah! Like they've been there all along. Awesome stuff. Yeah, uh, heroin addicts, cool. I've never actually injected anything into myself. No, I haven't, no. I'm just, I've always been a snorter and a smoker. I keep it safe, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a safe drug user, you know? It's good. Uh, I, and you can't smoke MDMA. Don't do that. It's a mistake, okay? Just don't do it. It doesn't help. Nobody wins. Okay? It actually doesn't work. Your next comedian... <laughs> it actually doesn't. 
<laughs> it, yeah, this is actually a pro tip for you guys. Don't do that. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Uh, your next comedian's really funny guy, and I'm excited that he's here, and I'm glad that you're in the middle of the lineup. You've been at the front before when things are all chaotic, and I felt like a terrible human being, but you're, I'm so glad that we all get to, like, like ease in and listen to the great comedy of Adam Perlstein! Yeah. Somebody boo me. Um, e, let's ease in, guys. Let's get let's get nice and wet for uh, for the jokes about how Jewish I am. Uh, um, now um, we have a presidential election coming up. Very important decision. This is what I do. I masturbate to all the presidential candidates, and then I narrow it down to the ones I can't stop thinking about. And. Now, I really liked Obama. I thought he was a really great president, did a lot of really good things, uh, negotiated the Iranian nuclear deal. Um, very impressive. I mean, I'm sure it helps that he was born there, but still, the fact that he's able to <laughs> pull that off. Now, um, we live in, a, in the Bay Area where there's a lot of uh, rich liberals here, and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I, I hate rich liberals like more than Republicans, because like, at least conservatives believe in something higher than themselves. Like Rich liberals don't believe in God because they think that they're God. Like, that's <laughs> like, like a rich liberal will read a book and talk about it like they wrote it. It's just like, that's the most, like rich liberals hate Donald Trump because if he deports all the Mexicans out of America, who's going to raise their children for them? That's the only... <laughs> I by the way, round of applause for Spring Forward, everybody. It's six o'clock and it's still sunny outside. Isn't this great? Is this wonderful? Um, I think uh, daylight savings is the most bullshit. Um, the fact that we put up with a few men telling us what time it is, like we get one chance on Earth, and like half the year, like it's dark at 5:30. Like now it's great. Like you get off work, like you have a family or something like that. It's sunny out. You know, you play catch with your son. You can't do that in the, in the winter. Like it gets dark at like 5:30. You go home, you play catch, throw the son the ball. Can't see the ball hits him in the face. Blood everywhere. You gotta take him to the hospital. I got my car broken into at 6:15 in the afternoon last winter. <laughs> You know, it sucks getting your car broken into before American Idol comes on. <laughs> um, I was talking to this um, this girl from uh, Denmark um, last week, and uh, I was asking her, just like, hey, what are the what are the people like in Denmark? And she goes, oh, um, half of them are really nice, and then half of them are really mean. I'm like, wow. Sounds like a really segregated country. That sounds like I want all the nice people here. And all the mean people here. Doesn't it be funny if it's divided up versus nice neighborhoods and mean neighborhoods? Like, go over there. Don't go over there. They'll tell you your shoe's untied when it's not really untied. It's not a really cool <laughs> cool city. Um, now, um, my boss is an, uh, an asshole. Um, I think he's a sociopath. Actually, he's not that good looking, so he's probably Asperger's. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I just thought if you were ugly, it was Asperger's. If you're handsome, it's sociopath. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a psychologist. Um, that leads into something else, but let's not waste my time. Let's kill the energy. Perfect. Um, me and Dave, call me a faggot for 20 seconds. Okay. Oh, I, you know, speaking of that, I was talking to my agent, right? And he's like, Adam, if you're going to keep this, uh, this new look you got going on, I can only cast you as a supervillain or a pedophile. 
And I'm like, wait a second, so is the pedophile like the good guy? Like what kind of movie is this? She's some kind of like cool hip, like parents just don't understand, like kind of pedophile. All right, thank you guys so much. My name is Adam. He looks like more of a therapist than a pedophile. I, I, I really, but it's, uh, you guys, that was Adam Pearlstein. Yay! This goddamn microphone stand. I mean, it is just completely broken, and I have no idea how to fix it. Just, if we could all just learn from each other and not lift up on it. I don't, it, it just, it just needs a nut. Everyone needs a nut. I mean, that's the answer to everything, isn't it? Like, in every, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Like, I feel like that all the time when they put their nuts in my mouth. All right, your next comedian is a uh, young, funny man. We're excited that he's here. He has piercing blue eyes. He's going to look up from his phone. Right. Oh, shit, is it me? You guys, put your hands together for the very funny Cole Chapman. That would be funny, clearly. That would be super funny. That would be super cool. Coleman Chapman, that's weird enough. I don't need Cole Coleman. What was it, Cole Coleman? Cole Coleman, same kind of thing. I don't know. Uh, man, I'm like not... Uh, all right, let's just... We'll get through this. All right. It's Friday. We're all tired. We're gonna, Are those muffins? Yo, no one told me there are muffins here. Oh, shit. Will we? See you later, guys. No, okay. Um, don't, okay, well, yeah. You're already handing it to me. This is my new prop. Thank you. Yeah. For you. Okay. Um, I try and be rude and do comedy at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I haven't done any jokes yet. This is <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here eating a muffin. This is oh, great. Start your time. No, please don't. No. Oh shit. Well. <laughs> sorry, dudes. Uh, my bad. Thought the muffin thing would kill at least a minute and a half, but here we fucking are. Uh. God damn it. <laughs> I still can't finish this goddamn. Now my mouth is dry. Put this shit down. Oh, thanks. Anybody else got shit to feed me? You can just keep this going. Like, I got a meatball sub. Delicious. Great. Dude, a carrot muffin and a PBR, not a PBR, an IPA. No good, guys. No good. Don't do that in your next continental breakfast. Fucking, okay, uh, fucking yeah. Okay, here we go, some water. <laughs> this is good, we're ele elevating it. Or no, we're like de-escalating here. It's just like, <laughs> it's the, re the responsible choice. Oh, I still have fucking a huge wad of muffin right in the back of my mouth. <laughs> it's not going away. God damn it, this was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> Um, jokes, all right. Uh, so walking down the street, you, you ever like catch a reflection in yourself in the window and like you, you look at yourself walking, you're like, that's not right. Like there's something, like like your body made a typo or something and you've just been like carrying it on. Like, cause I, when I picture like posture, right, I wanna walk down the street like Superman, you know? Shoulders back, chin up, you know? But instead like I catch myself in the mirror and it's like I like, hit italics or something. I'm just walking around like a high-functioning Smeagol from Lord of the Rings, you know what I mean? Like if Smeagol just smoked weed instead of like actually found the ring, like he's got a temp job, you know, he's like, 
button-up shirt with short sleeves, you know, just out there like, like, but still like, you know, in accounting. He's doing okay. He's doing okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't either. Um, I still got muffin in my mouth. And there's still muffin in. I just did a big swallow and there's still, okay, whatever. Um, sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. Um, let's talk about something else. Do so you hear about this? News time, because that's my shit, apparently. Um, San Lorenzo, their high school, had to change their mascot from a rebel guy to now they're just San Lorenzo. Hi. Like, because it, it, it was kind of connected to the uh, Confederacy, right? And they're like, that's insensitive. No, no. So they changed that away. And I was like, well, what, what was it before? Because rebel guy seems pretty uninspired. You look back in 1990, they changed it, and it was Colonel Rebel. And this is, if the news site that reported this is true, Fucking, he was modeled after a plantation owner, which is like some going hard in the paint racism right there. As far as like mascot shit goes, there's like redskins and there's like straight up plantation owner. Like what? <laughs> like, like what were the other options? Like we got the Grand Dragons over here with the Holocaust deniers and then like this plantation owner. They're like, well, <laughs> of the three, I guess we'll do this, but we're not liking any of this. Thank you. And they had to, so they had to change it. But it's like, you change it from Colonel Rebel to Rebel Guy. You can't like de-racify something by just like putting him lower in the pecking order. It's like, like you, if they were to show uh, Grand Dragons, for instance, you can't like rename it to just like gas station attendant in Alabama, and then just like hope everybody forgets about the racism part. Like just because the dude's complicit doesn't really help anything. You know what I mean? Uh, I just like to imagine like the entire school has to like fall in line with this racist ass mascot. So like, what is their halftime show like? They bring out, they're like, all right, everybody, bring it up to your uh, spirit team, the trail of cheers. And they all come out like, woo! <laughs> What's your name? It is Toby now. Okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go, see you later. Cole Chapman, everybody. I was so into his joke when he was talking about the rebel colonel that I even forgot to uh, honk him. So, fucking no, I did finally, but I it was after time. Like I gave you extra, but I was just so into your joke that I was like, yeah, fuck, yeah. I'm like, fuck, fuck my life. It was good. You're, that was very funny tonight. All right, your next comedian. God, he's been killing it lately. He's been known to be funny uh, at, at at Brainwash and here and other places. Sometimes he goes to Oakland. <laughs> Sometimes he goes to Oakland. He goes to Penelope's, and I hear he kills it there, too. You guys are going to love him right now. Put your hands together for the baby angel, Ethan Albers. All right, so shut the fuck up real quick. I'm getting this straight about this stage, okay? Journey, journey, no, me, me. Journey piano, Ethan stage. Journey piano, Ethan stage. I'm tired of smart white women taking the credit, stealing the credit for dumb white men. I've had enough of it, guys. Enough of it. When is it going to stop? When is it going to stop? I had to get that much. I'm done. No, I'm done now. It feels good. It feels good. We, uh, um, I had a, a round of applause. Who knows the, uh, fast food and where it comes from, like everything about it. Who knows everything about fast food and its health effects on you, right? 
Now, round of applause. Who still eats fast food, even though they know the facts of that? What? It's still, still, it still counts. It still counts. So here it is. What will make you stop? What will make it stop? Who, what, what, what? No, it does. Yeah, so it's not really that fast. Yeah, but no. What will? What if you guys thought about honestly? What? No, if we know where it comes from, everything. What will? Like, like I had my out the other day. I had my out, my perfect out, and I didn't realize it. I was driving in the bus to go into Jack in a Box in South Berkeley, because I'm classy. South Berkeley Jack in a Box. I skipped Oakland. We're going there. And I pull up in a parking lot. Journey's in the bus. I'm in a bus. I park, and there's a man with no legs and a wheelchair just getting the shit beat out of him by the police. Just the shit. Just fucking beat. Just headphones on or beating him to the sound of his own music. Just intense. And I look at Journey. She's like, this is fucked up. This is not right, guys. This is, this is not right. You're right. And I'm like, yeah, that's not right. You want to go in still? And she goes, yeah, fuck yeah. We're still at Jack in the Box. <laughs> that was my out. I could have stopped there. I could have just gone like, hey, why did I stop eating fast food? No, it wasn't the health effects. You know, it was the civil rights violations. Clearly, in the parking lot of the Jack in the Box, that made me not eat. But no, what's it going to take now? What's it going to take? Jizz. It's going to take jizz. That's right. Tim Pizza's going to take jizz. We'll take it. I'll take the jizz. I also, somebody pointed out recently that apparently I don't know the meaning of the saying catch 22. I've been using it wrong, apparently. Apparently, I've been. I've, I've always thought Catch Twenty Two uh, was a was a saying you said when you couldn't think of another word to say. I don't know why you guys are laughing. This is serious. That's. It's a book. I read the book too. That's what's sad. I still don't know what it means. Still don't know what it means. All right, we'll close it out. We're going. I spent too much time laughing. I, uh, I, I saw evidence of, of a possibility of a, of a God, of a higher, I don't believe in a God, but there could be possibility. 1%, I'll give 1% of God. Uh, I was walking with uh, Lucy, my dog, and I walked uh, in Pacific Heights, actually, a couple of days back, and I walked by a homeless man with about 250 egg rolls. Wow. I'll repeat. I walked by a homeless man with 250 egg rolls. They were steaming, guys. They were hot. They were hot. Did I fail? Oh, I failed. Mention that. A man with no shelter, no safe place to sleep, gets something that we only get five of? 200. You got. I'm not friends with any of you guys in this room. After that, that was evidence of God if I've ever seen it. I was looking for a church. I was fucking repenting sins because God clearly just threw him some egg rolls. That's what he did. Keep it going for Ethan Albers. Ethan Albers. We love the free food. Yeah. Oh, holy crap. Yeah. We've got the back table back there. We're all ready to rock. Thank you. Wesley's got an assistant. Everybody clap it up for Wesley's assistant. What's your name, bro? What it's what's your name? Wesley. You're Wesley too? It's Wesley and Wesley? Everyone's named Wesley. Yay! Yay! 
They bring you guys the food. It's exciting stuff. It looks like there's cauliflower. And thank you, Rad. Uh, so there's food in the corner. I'm going to find some plates. There's forks, I think. Uh, your next comedian, she's she's a gem, you guys. You guys are super excited to hear her comedy right now. Here you go. Clap your hands together. It's Rachel Raphael. I'm not sure how I feel about this new setup. I feel like we're in like a reading seminar. Oh, hey, Aldo, I didn't know you were here. <laughs> um, my next jokes are just a bit, just for Aldo. <laughs> I just start barking. <laughs> yeah, just like, no, I did write a joke for Aldo once and it was just like, don't you hate it when you're too short to sniff butts? And I still think it's hilarious. <laughs> no one else does. But I was just like, like, if Aldo was making jokes, he'd be like, I wish I was taller so I could sniff butts better. That's all. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I like dogs. Um, anyway, uh, one of my two favorite sports that I watch on TV is on again. Does anyone want to guess what it is? Basketball. No, it's RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> that is the show where drag queens compete and people are like, is that a sport? I'm like, well, it's very painful. You need a lot of gear, like so many heels, so many wigs. Um, I'm in a fantasy league about it. Oh, no. And I'm doing terrible and they've made fun of me. So, so yeah, it seems like a sport to me. It's, it, you know, it's not something I want to do, dress like a woman. I don't want to do it. <laughs> so I don't really. So yeah, seems like a sport. Um, anyway, it's amazing. Um, so I just got off work and then I came here. Uh, so, you know, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I've just forgotten everything that happened. Uh, <laughs> ever, ever. I just got off work. Very, very exciting. Thank you. Um, don't know what else is going on. I need a drink. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, So, I don't know if anyone knows this, but I'm Jewish. Um, woo! And a few months ago, I decided the best way to fight ignorance, specifically like ignorance about, um, you know, Jews and that kind of stuff, is with ignorance. So, I just think I'm going to like make up stuff and see if people believe it. Um, and it's working out well. Uh, you guys don't even know how many different lies I've told you about Jews. We're not cheap at all, never. None of any, I just started like listing actual holidays and then being like, they're all made up. Um, what actually happened was my cousin who lived outside of Walnut Creek was lifeguarding and she had a Jewish star necklace and someone pointed at her and said, hey, are you a Hanukkah? <laughs> and when I heard this, I was like, you need to say yes, because it's only going to get worse to the next person that says this, that he says this to. Because I'm hoping that, like, the next person he says it to is, like, you know, like a 6'5 Jew who, like, punches him. They're not sure where he's going to find this, like, 6'5 Jew who punches him, but, like, they're there. They're somewhere. But some, like, and, like, how limiting is that? That it's just the only holiday I can be is Hanukkah? Like... <laughs> Why am I not like a Yom Kippur or a Purim or the other word that you thought I said instead of the word Purim um, or a Shamanana? Um, okay, it's possible that was the one I made up, but who knows? 
Um, although, let me tell you something. My rabbi father is way too excited that I made up a Jewish holiday. I thought he would be upset, and he thought it was hilarious. And then my mom was like, what do we eat during Shabbatana? What do we eat? I'm like, I don't know. Um, so we're working on it. Uh, but really, I think the holiday that I am is uh, Jewish Christmas, and that's where you eat Chinese food and then watch a movie. Or you can do the Rachel variation, which is you eat Chinese food, then take a Percocet and fall asleep. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think that's I think that's all I need to say. <laughs> Thanks. I need to know the dates of Shimon and Nah, because I totally want to celebrate. I'm like Percocet. How about instead of Jewish, Jewish Christmas? A Jewish instead of but instead of latkes, we'll just eat baked potatoes. That's fair, right? It's Shamanana. Okay, we'll work. Okay, we'll work on the we'll work on the dinner party menu. Fuck yeah, it's gonna build. Cause baked potatoes are really easy. Are you are your people are our people allowed to eat sour cream? We're allowed to eat sour cream as long as we don't put it with the meat. So no bacon. We can't. We're not supposed to do bacon anyway. I love the bacon. I have a. Best thing that ever happened was when I was a summer camp counselor at a Jewish summer camp, and I went from one summer and I came back from San Francisco and I had a bacon tattoo. And they were all like at the Jewish summer camp, what is wrong with you? And I was like, this isn't anything that you think it is. It's a vegan apocalypse. It's just like a weird, it's like a sunset. It's like a vegan, it's a piece of bacon. It's a piece of bacon. But as a, it's a terrible thing for a Jew to get. It is okay. My entire people, have, are, they've ne- neglected me and, and thrown me to the side years ago. I know that I'm, we already, my, my Catholic side, they buried my Jewish grandfather in a Catholic cemetery. We've already been, no, they really dishonored the name. It was terrible stuff. I know, comedy, it's so great. Your next comedian is so funny. And I'm excited that uh, she's joined us in this community, and I'm so glad with uh, everything. I have no, really, I am. And and the picture of the the cute picture thing today. We should play a picture game one day. It'll be fun. We'll find weird shit on the internet to post to each other, just for no reason, just because it's fun. I know you guys went to Stanford. Is that what those kids do? That's so cute. Uh, everybody, put your hands together for Mary Goss. <laughs> Thank you, Pam. Yeah, I am wearing a dress. That was super nice. I'm not going to lift this up. I was just going to lift that up. And then I didn't. And there's a dog. Hi. Oh, Oh my god. Okay. I know. I messed up. I'm going to do the dog. It doesn't seem mad. Okay, so I'm going to do the rest of my set from down here. That's what I'm going to get up to. This is my kind of crowd work. This is the only crowd work I will do. It's just me talking to a dog in front of people. What else is going on? Um, Okay, so you're going to hear about why I'm excited about suicide. It's suicide and period day here. I'm really on board. Um, Yeah, so I found a new excuse to be suicidal. I was really excited about it because now I have, like, reasons. I, as it turns out, well, I feel like modern medicine is to blame for me being suicidal. I feel like my brain is now just trying to make up for the fact that I should have died so many times. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I should be I should be like so dead. I used to get strep throat like four times a year. I'm a Darwinian mistake. Right? <laughs> yeah, Aldo likes it. Um, no, I'm a Darwinian mistake. So now I feel like I'm just like making up for lost time and I should really just, you know, pull the trigger. Um, <laughs> someday, someday. Yeah, and uh, okay, so we just did suicide. Now it's period time, okay? <laughs> so I just got an IUD in. Yeah. Yeah, they're so good. But nobody warned me about um, how they, how much the insertion hurts. It hurts yeah. yeah, it hurts so bad. Nobody told me. So I was sitting there like, but you know, I just ma- I maintained my whole vibe after it. I didn't embarrass myself. And afterwards, I um, so then they have to do this ultrasound with the like the like dildo kind of ultrasound where it goes like all up in there. It wasn't the outside kind of ultrasound. And uh, the guy who was in there just like looking for the IUD, like couldn't find it for a minute. It was just like, oh, you're supposed to see the arms, but I don't see the arms. And I was just like, and I was sitting there sweating profusely, still weak uh, with pain. And I was just like, maybe it's a shy UD. (laughs) 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 Couldn't find it. Yeah, yeah, so I'm gonna, yeah. You like that? Oh, okay, yeah. Yep, Aldo's into that joke. I'm into it too. We have so much in common. I love that dog. I love your dog. I love your dog so much. What else was I trying to talk about? Oh, um, who all is into boundaries? It's okay. I have mixed feelings on them myself, but I do feel like they're important to uh, to let people know about first off. So that's why I start every conversation with, just so you know, I only have one rule. Don't fall in love with me. Yeah, and then they're just like, oh my, okay, that's interesting, but um, you still need to pay your bus fare. <laughs> so, and I felt very respected. I felt very good. I'm actually in therapy for a whole host of reasons. Um, in addition, well, one of them is my boundary issues. And the problem is I was talking, I was trying to talk about my therapist, uh, talk to my therapist about my boundary issues while I was feeding peanut butter to her dog. And she was telling me about her relationship with her mother, who I have met. (laughs) So I need to find a new therapist. I have a lot more therapist material you will be hearing it at some point, Um, but not now. Thank you. Give it up for Pam. Crowd work with the dog, a new IUD. Exciting things happening for Mary Goss, yeah. I, I also have an IUD. It's, it's the best thing ever. It's, the only thing that sucks is that your period's gonna last for six, did you get the copper or that stupid Merino one? Oh no, the Merino one's awful. Oh, it's terrible. I had to have the, no, you know what hurts worse than them putting it in? Is when they have to take it out and put the other one in. Because that Merino with that fucking hormones, I gained 10 pounds in a month, and they were like, oh no, it must not have been that, it must have been something else. And I was like, take that bullshit out of my body! I say no hormone therapy in there. I go, I'm all copper because I'm an old lady. But the only thing that sucks about the copper is it's six day period and it's heavy the whole time. It sucks. By the way, guys, it sucks being a lady and not having babies and being a responsible adult, not trying to add to the ruin of this universe that we all live in. Jesus Christ. No, it's great that my copper, my copper, copper uterus is prettier too because it's like a piece of jewelry that's a pool sweeper that keeps out all the dead babies, right? No dead babies in the uterus. Kill the babies. Can we just kill babies? I don't have a problem killing babies at this point because uh, every iPhone is six dead Chinese babies. That's how touch screen technology works, right? That's how it works. 
The souls of dicks, six dicks. There are no dicks in that. They're all girl Chinese babies that are used for iPhone technology, just so you guys know. I told these guys this at AT&T, and they were like, you're a crazy person. <laughs> it's like, no, I really believe this. Okay, I'm a crazy person. Your next comedian is not a crazy person. He is an awesome person, and I'm glad that he's here. I'm glad that he signed up early. I'm glad that he has a fucking beer in his hand. Put your hands together, everybody, for the very, very funny Spencer Latham. This is great. This is like a, is this, is it on? Okay, good. It's like a podcast is about to happen. This is fucking awesome. Um, what is going on? Let's talk about me. Um, uh, what was I say? Oh, so, okay, I was going out. I was on a date with this, with this girl, um, and she is white. Uh, she probably still is. And she... So here's the thing. So I look very ambiguously. Like, that's a common thing. And whenever I go out with a white lady, there's always a point where she'll ask me either where am I from or what am I? Um, and, and she doesn't really care that I'm half white. She just wants to know, like, why is the, why is the milk brown? What, what got mixed in there? So I tell her, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Indian. That's, that's why... And she's like, oh my God, I want to have an Indian wedding. <laughs> like, okay. Um, and I realized why. Because in an American wedding, the bride is a princess. In an Indian wedding, the bride is a queen. You get even more attention. It's fucking ridiculous. You're, you gold, you get henna, there's an elephant. There's a fucking elephant. And that's her idea, that she's going to just have an elephant. First of all, like, it, it's not like every Indian guy has rental elephant money. <laughs> okay, you have to ha- you can't, it's not, there's no, like, secret, you know, oh, I got an elephant guy, don't worry. He's got a great deal. Fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous questions I have to, I have to answer. But it's not that big a deal. Life could be a lot worse. Uh, that's what I tell myself. Life could be a lot worse. A lot, I, I end up, I feel like I, I keep running into people that just want to talk about like their polyamorous relationship and it's getting annoying because I think people don't think about the, just how privileged they are to even be having this like high discussion about relationships and all this shit. It's like most people are just trying to make another person so they can grow food to eat. Like, no one gives a fuck about your commitment issues. You just need more corn because the village has to go on. Yeah. Yeah, it's deep. Super deep. Um, I don't know. What else has happened to me? I, I, was, I was gaining weight uh, a little bit. And, I, and, and right here, not a lot, but like a little bit, I felt kind of self-conscious about it. Um, so then I went to this place. Uh, called Six Flags in Vallejo. <laughs> and I have never felt better about my body in my entire life. Highly suggest going. Um, I feel like if I am an SF7, I'm like a Vallejo 15. It's fucking awesome. 
It's awesome. So I, I realize every three years I get, I'm very fortunate, and I get to go out with the most beautiful girl I've ever gone out with. Every three years, the Lord blesses me in this way. And, and every time I, that happens, I realize it's kind of like getting an Oscar. Because you're sitting there and you're like, I don't even care if I win. It was just an honor to be nominated. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, you think like you're deep. Oh, I want character. Nope. Nope, just really, really hot. That's all. <laughs> That's comes down to. Um, sometimes whenever I feel like lonely about being single, I go to uh, Trader Joe's and I watch uh, couples shop. And that's it. It's just, just like, because it's, that's, nothing makes me feel better about your decision to be single, like watching two people pretend to be in love to save money on rent. You know, you're just, you're just watching their relationship fall apart over like which frozen TV dinner they're going to buy. Priceless. All right, guys, I've been Spencer Latham. Thank you very much. Keep it going for Spencer Latham. Yes. Uh, Trader Joe's does have great food. Uh, their samosas are delicious. Please, you guys, um, there's all this food over here. There's broccoli and something, the meat curry spiced and then lentils. If you're hungry, eat food. Please, please, please. Because at the end of the night, there's a lady named Maria on the street and we give it all to her, but it's way too much. Last week, we had like 40 hot dogs. She's like, what am I supposed to do with 40 hot dogs? I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, she needs to get with the guy with the egg rolls. Nice work, Stefan Massey. Good tag. Call back. Yeah, I'll make comics, not war. Exactly. But not, not with comics and comics having sex. I agree with that. I think that's important. All right, you guys. I'm excited. We're going to keep this comedy train a-chugging along. Your next comedian, he's all the way from motherfucking Scotland. What? I know. Uh, he's got a cute accent. He's a darling human being, and he tells very funny jokes. So put your hands together, everybody, for the very funny Joel Spears. All right, Mutiny Radio, what have I done? Oh, what, what horrors have I befallen upon this studio? Oh, my God. How are we doing tonight, guys? How's it going? Y'all having fun watching the comedians do the jokes? Do the bits? You know how the comedians do with the jokes and the bits. I'll fuck with it if I want, Steph, and listen, I'll, I will become the master of the stand by the time these four minutes have finished. Guys, how are we doing? You guys doing all right? Yeah. All comedians, fantastic, good stuff. You're not doing all right, but I applaud you for lying and plowing through it, that's great. Listen, guys, I just flew in from Scotland. I just flew in from Scotland, and boy, are my frequent flyer miles exhausted. <laughs> I'll let that build up a little bit. <laughs> let that build up. I think that joke deserves a little more. I think uh, I think some of you don't really get it. I think I don't think you're quite there yet. Um, you're not really you're not appreciating the majesty of the wordplay. So, right? You know the you know the trope, right? You know the trope. They you know the the hat comes on. He's like, hey, "How are we doing, Las Vegas? How's it going? I just flew in from wherever the fuck. Boy, are my arms tired." And he says, "Arms, right?" He says arms. He says his arms are tired because he was flying, he was flapping his arms. And what he means is that he used air travel to reach the destination that he was going to. He was using air travel, but what he said was his arms because that's wordplay on the word fly. And what I did was, I said, what I did was, I said, 
I said, I just flew in from Scotland. Boy, am I frequent flyer. You, all right, show of hands. Give me some applause. Who's actually flown on an airplane before? If you've flown on an airplane, good, all right. Who's flown on an airplane? Who's flown on an airplane enough to actually accumulate? Who knows what frequent flyer miles actually are? Have you ever left this state? Is what I'm asking. Have you ever left this this drought-ridden state? No. So if you fly enough on an airplane, like if you're a jet setter like me, an international comedian like me, you um, you fly around and you accumulate these things called frequent flyer miles, right? Frequent flyer miles and. You, you use them up, you know, they, once you use them up, they're gone, that's it, they're gone. And uh, they're exhausted, and that's a synonym for tired, see, and... <laughs> what if I do it in a fight? what if I, I just flew in for Scotland! <laughs> I just flew in for Scotland. Boy, I'm a frequent flyer. What, if I do it in a funny voice, is that better? Is that more amusing to you? But I've got... I know I've only got a set amount of time here, but like... I, I've got a lot of like, you know, interstitial bits that all work together and it's all based on the airplane thing and I'm worried it's gonna go over your I'm worried it's gonna go over your heads. Yeah, like an airplane, that's it, like an airplane. Guys, no, I seriously I don't mean to offend Californians and Americans and everything. I love you guys. I've lived here five or six years. I love living here. I love it. Give it up for being just existing, for not drying up in the sun. Yeah. But um, one thing I, I don't like about living here is that you guys seem to have, um, you've like disenfranchised my culture. And once we've gotten rid of all the racism against like black people, against Hispanic people, against, you know, hatred against women, hatred against kids, I'd love it if we could tackle the hatred against the Scotch-Irish. Because there's no such thing as Scotch-Irish. There's Scots and there's Irish. But you put it together, it doesn't matter. And um, as if it doesn't matter. And like, you know, I, I love America. I love you guys. You know your your gun laws, where you re heavily restrict the the like rights of people to have gun. Oh no, wait, that's Canada. Same thing, right? Same thing. It's a ca Canadian American. It's the same thing, right? And I love I love your healthcare. I love your healthcare, guys, where you like portion it out socially to every. Oh no, that's Canada again. Hang on, that's kind of Canadian American. It's the same thing. Listen, guys, I'll close. Tom wants me to get off. I'll close with this, guys. People, people. I'm not gonna try and fix this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> people say, um, people say Americans. You don't have a good sense of humor. You don't get irony. But I think Americans understand irony because since I've lived in America, no one has ever told me welcome to America when something good happened to me, and that's irony. All right, cheers, guys. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Joel Spears, la 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 la, Joel Spears. Good stuff. I'm. I, I promise for the next show I'll take away. It's like it's like April Fool's uh, uh, microphone stand. It's just it's it's dumb at this point. Uh, we're moving right along. I your new glasses make you look like a hundred times smarter. Not that you didn't look dumb, but you're pretty, and it's weird because. Pretty people don't usually have to have a personality, so it's confusing with me. Like when I meet you and you're a nice guy and you actually have like a personality. I mean, but pretty people are just supposed to be vapid as a pit of starfish. So it's like my brain just has to be like, oh my god, and he can write jokes too. Oh no, he's gonna be famous before me. No! Everybody put your hands together for Jesse Warren! Yeah! Thanks, Pam. That was really nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm not that smart. Hey, you guys know about this? I just went on a date uh, with this girl who made most of her income by selling her used underwear online. 
I didn't know this was a thing like outside of Japan. Everybody knows that happens in Japan, right? Because you can buy that in vending machines and shit. But there's a market for it here, and I was fascinated, so I had me wa her walk me through her online store. And she told me that the two most popular things you could add on to the used underwear were uh, her going to the gym in the underwear. That's number one most popular thing. Number two most popular thing is one day express delivery in case you need it in like an emergency, right? Dude, who the fuck is buying one day express delivery underwear? Just can't wait for it. They're opening the box. He totally eats it afterwards. He's a crazy person. I don't know who would under, I don't know who would buy this thing. Um, I placed I placed an order for some uh, because she gave me a discount for buying in bulk. I don't know. Would you guys get jealous if a robot fucked your girlfriend <laughs> or your significant other? Would you get jealous? I've been thinking more about this because have you guys heard about this on the news? AlphaGo. Do you guys know what AlphaGo is? It's, it's, it's Google's supercomputer that just beat uh, Lee Sedong, Korea's number one Go player, at Go. This happened last week. Just like we beat chess, computers beat chess 20 years ago, we just lost at Go. And uh, I've been thinking about this because the last publicized news is that after AlphaGo beat Lee Sedong at Go, it fucked his girl. <laughs> fuck, fuck Lee Sedong's girl. There's a picture of AlphaGo smoking a blunt with Lil Wayne after he <laughs> fucked Lee Sedong's girl. And this shit didn't get as much attention as it deserved because he just beat this guy at Go. But like, if, so, if, if this was basketball or something people cared more about, I think people would be a little more invested in the situation. But it's Go, so people don't care. Do people even know what Go is? It's that weird game with the walls. Yeah, it's like chess with a million pawns. Just like way too many pawns. They're like 120 pieces. And it's fucked because this guy dedicated his whole life, Lee Sedong, to playing Go. And he lost to a computer, dude. It's crazy. Like, he, people aren't sympathizing enough with him. It, it has to be a sport before people start sympathizing with this guy for losing to a computer. He was Korean, though. I'm glad he was Korean and not Japanese. <laughs> Japanese people have a history of being dramatic about shit. I don't know. This guy's probably going to kill himself if he's Japanese lost to a computer. It's probably the least honorable thing you could do. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably kind of dishonorable. I'd be jealous if a computer fucked my girlfriend. I would. And it wouldn't, even if it was just like a mindless, even if I wasn't even enjoying it, even though I know the computer doesn't get anything out of it, I'd be jealous. Um, Jenny, would you be jealous if uh, it, your boyfriend? Okay, well, you're also, you're also in the same industry, so you're as cynical as I am. But, like, for normal people, you, you wouldn't be jealous? For normal people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> right. So, so, yeah, so, so that's the thing, dude. If it, looked like, if it looked just like you, you know, I don't think I'd feel that weird about it. But what if it looked like the opposite thing of you, you know? Like, the thing, the most ethnically different and just sizably different. I would be so, so thrown up. I don't know. There's something to think about. Thank you, guys. Jesse Warren is a sizist. I always knew it. Me too, dude. I'm afraid of fat people. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't want to get into all the folds. I don't even know how they get into all the folds. Do you powder by hourly? What do you do with all the folds? I don't want to even think about it. It's scary, and they make me nervous. I'm a sizist. 
not a racist. I have no. I was married to a black person, so clearly, <laughs> I'm not a racist. I can tout that forever. When everyone's like, "You're a racist and a homophobe," I'm like, "No, I kind of love the gays." Married to a black guy, so I'm really, I'm just a sizeist. I just don't like fat people. They make me nervous. That's all I'm just saying. It's, I'm sorry. There are no fat people in here, so we're okay. Yay. No, no, no. You're robust. I wouldn't. <laughs> and you have hot titties. The difference is when they all meld together and they like roll down the same hill. That's. What have I done now? Have I ruined everything? Pointing right at you're not fat. I don't think you're fat either. I think that you're big boned. No, I wouldn't call you. You walk miles and miles and miles a day. There's no way that you're fat. You're a fit. You're a fit large man. I've I've never I've never seen I've never seen your tummy up close. I don't know about the folding. I don't know what's happening down there. Uh, your next comedian just came off of an amazing tour in India. I don't think there's any fat people in India because I think they're all starving there. I don't know what it's like in India. I don't know. There's like 10 billion of them. I'm the accidental racist. I'm allowed to do this. It's okay because I don't know any better. I'm just like, I'm a dumb American. Blah. I'm an old white lady. Blah. It's good. It's fun. Let's uh, uh, see. I'm not ever getting a Comedy Central special because I will offend too many people. But this next comedian, I hope that you fucking killed it in in India. I don't even know what that could possibly be like. Did you kill it? He's like, I don't know. Where they la- do they laugh differently down there? Is it like the water swirls one direction and they laugh a different way? You guys, put your hands together for the very funny Richard Cervante. Hello, yes. Yes, I did comedy in India. It was weird, it was crazy. Uh, I was in Delhi, I tried to relate to the audience. I was like, hey guys, I love Indian comedians. I love Aziz Ansari. And uh, they were like, it was crickets. They're like, who the fuck is Aziz Ansari? And I don't know if you've ever like stood in front of a room full of Indian people and been like, Randy, (laughs) Randy, to like, you know, a bunch of Indian blank faces. But I've had that experience, and I don't wish it on anyone else. Oh, man. I went to the, uh, the, oh, damn it, why is this? This is using up like a minute of everyone's set, like, oh, man. But it's back in America now. Um, I I saw a bus, and on the side of the bus it said, uh, safety is our motto. And I said, no, I think safety is our motto is your motto. (laughs) <laughs> okay, that, I don't know. That might be a joke that stays. <laughs> I've been doing comedy for a little while now. I don't know if I've gotten better at comedy, but I've gotten better at feeling okay with doing poorly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that's progress, right? Thank you. Uh, I, just care. I just want everyone to appreciate my joke structure and grammar. <laughs> Funny is secondary. I just want everyone to be like... Well put together, sir. (laughs) All at the same time. And let me hang for like three seconds with silence. Then let me know you approve. (laughs) Because I like the feeling of fear. Um, (laughs) See, uh, yesterday was St. Patrick's Day, and my friend said, let's go get corned beef and cabbage. And I was like, well, you know that people, they only ate corned beef and cabbage because they were poor, and that was cheap, you know? 
Like, that's not, I don't, I don't know if that's a proper Irish celebration, you know? Like, it wouldn't be like, you don't do that for any other country. Like, it's Syrian Independence Day. Kids were sleeping in the backyard with tents. <laughs> These are the jokes. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just, I like the feeling of being wanted. You know, everybody, that's why we all do this. We do comedy. We're looking for approval. I love the feeling of being wanted. Like, like if you're dating a girl and she wakes you up in the middle of the night, like, hey, 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 why are you smiling? Who the fuck were you thinking about? Who the fuck? I, I was thinking of you, you, baby. I love you. No, no. Is it, are you going to hang out with me today or is it boys' night again? Is it boy? Yeah, I haven't seen my friends in months. It's, 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 I found your phone. I fucking found your phone. Who the fuck is Jeff Hashfield? Who the, f you're cheating? I was like, Jeff, that's my coworker. That's my, Jeff Hashfield is a fake name for some slut that you're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels good to be wanted. That was supposed to be like a button, you know, you put like something at the start and then at the finish and then you get a laugh because you said the same thing twice. <laughs> no, no, yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you. You let me hang for like 10 seconds on that one. <laughs> Uh, I had a friend get mad at me because I ruined the end of uh, Citizen Kane for him. <laughs> <laughs> totally. He, the, the whole movie, they're trying to figure out what Rosebud is. I told him what Rosebud is, and he got pissed. He's like, dude, I haven't seen the movie. I was like, I don't, like, when were you going to get around to watching the movie, dude? <laughs> like, I, like, I wonder how far back I can ruin something for this guy, you know? <laughs> Like, dude, isn't it weird that some people still have, you know, the Confederate flag? Dude, I was going to read about the Civil War this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Rosebud is the name of his childhood sled. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Uh, your next comedian is a really nice guy. And other people say that he's mean, but I just saw him eat a lollipop, so please tell me that that's not a nice fucking guy, right? Put your hands together, everybody, for Mean Day! It's not a fucking lollipop. It's a blow pop. Now it's gum. So... Thanks for the food. Uh, I don't know where, I don't normally eat free food. I normally give it away. Um, uh, yeah, so cool. It's nice seeing a lot, of, a lot of new faces again, as always, when I'm over, when I come over here. Uh, nice, I like your set. You not so much. Um, like, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, all right? Relax, I'm, uh, no, I can tell you don't like your set, but I, I'm just saying, no, I, like, I enjoy watching new faces. I remember when, when it was horrible, when I was, doing, I used to come here a lot, and um, now I have a job, and uh, I don't know, I'm about to lose the job, which I'm really, yeah, no, we, I'm, I don't, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, why do you think I'm giving them away, I'm trying to get rid of all of them, 
to want to see those sandwiches again. Uh, no, that's cool. But uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I just don't, I mean, unemployment is such an attractive thing. It's weird because I'm just about, I, be, I started doing stand up about six years ago, which means I moved back to my parents' house about six years ago. <laughs> and it's a common thing for a lot of people. I'm glad you guys, you know, seem to be holding it together out here in the city. I imagine all your parents don't live out here in the city. Um, a lot of you are roommates, though. I know some of you. Yeah. Roommates are pretty much like living with your parents. You're just not related to them because somebody is always telling you what to do. I remember having roommates and then I killed them. Um, yeah. <laughs> Little something you didn't know about me before I became a comedian, all right? Everybody always thinks I'm being nice. I'm, it's just being polite. There's a difference. When you're polite, you, you can be polite and still hate everyone and want them to die. It's all right. That's, just don't, take, don't mistake anybody's kindness for weakness. Um, I don't know if you've been following up on Facebook lately. You should really add local comedians to your Facebook profiles. I highly recommend the following people right now. Butch Escobar. Uh, and uh, Brandon Stokes. And, um, and Audrey Crescenti. And uh, William Lushbow, uh, you might know him. Uh, he's actually on there now as Guillermo Moreno, um, because there's an there's been a, a huge uh, a backlash that was caused by one man's insecurity over being teased about the fact that calling somebody using the words pussy or bitch uh, in in. De, uh, degrading somebody in terms of weakness is kind of is 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 a hacky way thing to say on stage. Um, they, yeah, you know, I said you know, pussy, but, but it's it. Well, I mean, I, you see, you see, Pam clearly has her thoughts on the matter, <laughs> and I I don't like really the words themselves uh, don't really buy. I I don't even like saying pussy in regards to a cat. Or bitch to a dog, you know, like it's it's just rude, and um, I don't. And so, really, I have no opinion on the matter. Um, I just more or less like to watch people uh, argue and get in trouble. Thank you. And uh, like I said, I'm really just wanting you guys to to benefit from all of the experience that, of other people before you and watch pettiness on Facebook because that's what it's. That is exactly what Facebook was designed for. It was not designed to share links of social consciousness, not to, definitely not designed to announce about your shows. Nobody will go. Um, it is not designed to, to be, uh, uh, you know, don't post your pictures of your family or any happy times, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, any you know, marriage, whatever the fuck it is. Your marriage is going to be over, by the way, if any of you are married. And on top of that, it, it was designed for you to tag all the people, to talk shit about all the people who are in your friends list and tag them and make them see all the things that you would never say to their face. Yeah! It should actually be called Not To Your Facebook. That's what it should be called. My name's Mean Dave, fuck off, have a great night. Yay, Not To Your Facebook, he's absolutely right. How many of you have felt like just horrible despair when you get on your Facebook in the morning and you're like, everyone else is better than me? Oh, thanks, Facebook. I feel so good about my life right now. So difficult. Your next comedian was, uh, I owe him forever. He was instrumentally helpful on the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival of two weeks ago. He was at every show. He was being like the super like filling guy for wherever we needed him, and it was so, so awesome. And, uh, and he's a comic, too, and he's going to make you guys laugh. Put your hands together for George Smith. George Smith. 
Good evening. Hello, everybody. All right. I learned a new word today. It's called teledildonic. Anybody? Yeah, it's a, it's a virtual reality word because they're... Uh, uh, but Sony's putting out the brand new uh, VR uh, PlayStation bullshit this uh, this winter, so get forward to that. And porno, of course, like everything, they come first. And um, so, you know, because like, yeah, well, <laughs> I can't get it. But anyway, <laughs> um, like, what I was thinking is like, our imaginations have like gone like down the fucking drain with that bullshit. Like the. Right now, you can't feel the woman, of course, because it's all in front of your face. But, um, aw. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. He distracted me. But, uh, after, like, but after a while, they're saying they're going to make it teledildonic, which I think is, like, one of the most amazing words ever. And, um, this is, like, my favorite word I've learned this year, which is not a lot. So, <laughs> any, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, like, so, like, what's the deal? Like, why, why is that? Yeah, fuck it. Why is that the new popular thing? That looks like a penis when I was over here. Anyway. All right, that looks teledildonic when it's sitting down by there. All right, I was thinking, right, like, why can't guys just meet women, right? Or, like, rent a hooker. Or, you know, like, when I was, like, a little puber, like, <laughs> I could, like, just think of a woman, like, just shut my eyes and jerk off. And just, like, I didn't have to have anything in front of my face. I didn't have to think or do anything. Well, I had to do a little something. But, like, and then I could just come. I, now I can, like, draw one, and everything is cool. Like, <laughs> like, even if I had no money, I had no internet, I could still draw a woman. Like, I don't need to, like, have some sort of, like, $500 contraption strapped to my head to just make me think I'm maybe getting a blowjob. It's the weirdest shit ever. All right. Oh, Oh, yeah, I wanted to mention fuck Uber because everybody seems to like Uber because it's like the ultimate in what are, what are those assholes called? Silly Valley. No, no, I like those assholes. I don't like these other assholes. Libertarians, that's the word. I can't, can't think of words. <laughs> but uh, I'm sorry, like two weeks ago I came on stage and I decided not to tell one joke. So I decided let's try something different tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Oh yeah, because Uber is trying to get this woman in uh, in Austin right during the South by Southwest festival. This like councilwoman fired because she has the audacity to ask him to do what everybody else in the city is doing: pull over to the side of the road. Uh, what? <laughs> when you're picking up a passenger, have a fingerprint so we know you're not a psycho like the guy from my hometown, Kalamazoo, who murdered like four fucking people because he's a psycho Uber driver. And then, like, uh, what's the other one? Fingerprint, da da da. And, oh, and have, like, a little teeny badge or something in, on your car somewhere, or on your little buggy, so that they know that you're a real thing and you just don't pull up like they did in Houston two weeks ago and rape a woman. So, anyway, that's about it. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I always like to end with this one fucking joke I know. It's the oldest joke I know. All right. What can lifesavers do that guys can't? Come in five different flavors. All right, ladies. We'll see you. Have a good night. Yay! Keep it going for George Smith. Yes! You guys, your next comedian, uh, she's your second to last comedian, and she's been running ones and twos all night like a champion. 
she's gonna come up here and wow you guys. I don't. You guys don't know this, but she has like a, like a PhD in in history or something. No, M- MFA. Just an M. Just an M. Just an MFA. I won't tell anybody. I didn't do it. It's not. I love your book. I love her book. All right. Uh, don't worry about it. There's no book. Don't worry about the book. Don't worry about the history book that she wrote. I didn't say anything about it, right? Nothing. Nothing at all. You guys are going to love her right now because she's a hilarious comedian. Put your hands together. It's Trina Roderick. Thank you. Thank you. This is so awesome. I'm so excited to be here tonight, you guys. It's almost Easter, <coughs> which is... It is. Can you believe it? Didn't you go to the grocery store any time in the last... Right? It's true. And it's the expiration of date of this joke. So I, <laughs> it's bad, so I got it. Because I'm still traumatized from Christmas, you guys. I'm still traumatized. I was at my parents' house. I don't have cable. They have cable. And I forgot the fucking commercials. Like, they give, uh, like, in at you, like, over and over again, the same fucking commercial, right? Like, there was this commercial for uh, this Roto Clipper. And this, uh, it had this like cool line drawing of how this little roto clipper would just, you know, you had this snag on your nail, whoop, gets it right off, the, the all laid out in the line drawing for you. After 10 commercials in, I'm like, fuck, I have got to have that roto clipper. You don't understand. A chick's nails, like this is like how you, tell the world who you are as a chick, right? This is like a pinky ring to an aristocrat or bling to a rapper, right? Like, if I had that roto clipper, I could show those bitches, those fucking bitches. I could show those But I'm not just going to throw 20 fucking dollars at the screen, right? Then I'm going to have shitty nails, and they're not going to be holding my 20 bucks. So I'm not just going to just dial the number. Hells to the no. (laughs) I am no idiot. I'm going to go to Bed Bath & Beyond and check it out in the as seen on TV section (laughs) first before I buy that shit. Right? So 26th of December, I'm in the Bed Bath & Beyond, dude. It's like zombie apocalypse in there. It's like 10 o'clock at night, the 26th. Nobody gives a shit about Bed Bath & Beyond anymore. They're home watching the fucking movie, exhausting their airline miles. They're all over the place with this, right? And I'm walking around in this deserted, you can get everything in your entire home Star Wars themed. Did you know this? <laughs> Did you know this? <laughs> Fuck the sheets and the towels. That's like every day. That's all year round. You don't have to have a blockbuster come out for the sheets and the towels. No. If a movie is out, you can get an R2-D2 shower. Like, what do you need a shower thing that's R2-D2 shaped? What do you need that for? <laughs> what the fuck? So, like, if you can't get it Star Wars themed, you can get it made out of Legos now. That's the world we live in. I'm like, what the fuck did they like? Anyway, so I can't find it. They usually put it right in the center because there's a lot of idiots like me 
who want to see the magic bullet in the flesh before we agree to get fucked. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of us out there. Yeah, I'm not getting to... Right, and you gotta see that. You walk, they put that in the center randomly on purpose because you know we all walk by it going, oh, there it is, oh yeah, exactly. Couldn't find it, couldn't find it, couldn't find it, couldn't find it. I'm lost in the bathroom section, right? There it is, Roto Clipper, right there. Right? But at the same time, I see these, like, this guy with these yellow beady eyes, like, right around the corner. Like, and I'm in there alone. Mind you, this is zombie apocalypse bed, bath, and beyond, right? So I said, what the fuck? Like, that story of my fucking life, I gotta choose between cool nails and rape. (laughs) As usual. (laughs) Grab the roto clipper. Run! Run! run to the cashier. I was like, dude, 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 that, uh, that fucking, that CP3O beach towel scared the shit out of me <laughs> in the bathroom section. What the fuck? Anyway, it's my time. Happy Easter, everybody. Holy fuck. You guys, that's the end of happy hour. Uh, just so you guys know, uh, Dro, Chad Opitz, and Clay Newman all get, and Abhay are all going to get spots on the next show. So don't worry. Stick around uh, at 8 o'clock. I'm going to pee because I feel like I'm going to pee my pants. And then we're going to get started at 8 o'clock with Pam Tassis Comedy Clubhouse. Comedians, you're totally invited to stay. You're free. I'm going to get someone on the door. And, uh, and then we'll see how many actual people come to this show. So, fuck yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Yay. Thanks, Trina, for running the board. Thanks, David, for picking it up in the end there. Eat Indian food. Um, and he was a comrade at San Francisco Liberation Radio, and of course. No matter which way you roll. Not bombs. Co-founder Keith McHenry faces new criminal charges for his work to defend the rights of the poor. Um, Facing three misdemeanor charges in Santa Cruz Superior Court as a result of his work to defend the right. Jonathan, I know you love tinctures. I do? Yeah. Most people don't even know what those are. Yeah, most of them don't. We need to give uh, everybody a little example of what we know. Well, they should go to trialta.com to see the six different kinds of cannabinoids that are all distilled for their medicinal needs. Yes, and they're so wonderful. Have you heard about the CBN? Did you even know this existed? Is that like waffles? No, CBN is the cannabinoid in the plant that makes you fall asleep. Oh, my God. Weed to make you sleep. Like, does that put cancer to sleep? It puts cancer to sleep. It doesn't even get you high. It just puts you to sleep. There's also the THCA. 
pain relief. Don't need any more opioids. Does that come from the vegetation state? It, it certainly does. You clearly know your botanicals. You know your Alta California botanicals. Yes, and there's also a CV, high CBD and a mixture of both high THC and CBD. That's right. Helps with the shaky shakies. If you have anxiety, go with the CBD. If you like to get high, go with the THC. Go with it all. Go to your local dispensary and ask for it by name. Alta California Botanicals. Or go to tryalta.com. If you give them your medical prescription, you can get two weeks for free. Alta. Absolutely. Tryalta.com. Hey, you psychedelic junkies. Need something to do Tuesday, March 1st? Well, get your ass on out to the Golden Bull in Oakland at 8 p.m. for a stellar lineup of psychedelic rock brought to you by Subliminal SF. Featuring War Cloud, Cloud Catcher of Denver, and Skunk. Then, Thursday, March 31st, check out Seattle band UN, Hissing, and Cardinal Worm. Also, another band to be announced. Same place, same time. $8. Funeral Doom is the genre. For complete listings and more information, visit subliminalsf.com or check them out on Facebook. See you there. What's up, San Francisco? The SF Eagle Bar is proud to sponsor the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. The SF Eagle is about to celebrate its third year anniversary since reopening under new ownership and new management. We are historically a gay leather bar, and now we cater to the queer LGBT community. As well as our allies by hosting fundraisers for local nonprofits and events to celebrate love and equality. I ain't got no dick, but I love the Eagle. Yeah, you Woo, do. Yes. Located at 398 12th Street at Harrison Street and open every single goddamn day. So check www.sf-eagle.com yeah. for calendar of events, and we will see you 3316. By the way, opening day of our special Midnight Comedy Showcase for the Mutiny Comedy Festival. i see you guys there. Hell yeah. Hey. Industrial Metal's taking over. Golden Bull in Oakland, April 5th, with the Death Kings of LA, Genocide Skin, Ort Cloud, and other bands to be announced. 8 p.m., $8, all industrial metal. They come again on April 15th to see some noise rock. The other band on Earth will be there. 
Jerkogram of LA will be there. And Love Moon, same place, different time, 9 p.m., seven bucks. Brought to you by Subliminal SF. For complete listings and more information, visit subliminalsf.com or check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash subliminalsf. Blue Ribbon is a proud sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. We appreciate how comedians are, well, they're poor, and they need a delicious and inexpensive alternative to craft beer. Now, that's why every Pabst Blue Ribbon is affordable and accessible to even the dirtiest of dickbag comedians, allowing them to be in public at a bar interacting with people they probably shouldn't, like women. So go buy your favorite comedian a PBR. They need the encouragement that someone, somewhere, cares what they have to say. Paps Blue Ribbon, keeping comedians funny with classically delicious flavor since 1844. Which is crazy, because it was America's best in 1893. <laughs> Sunlight out of UK, Primitive Man of Denver, and Cult Leader, Salt Lake City, 8 p.m., $10, July 15th, brought to you by Subliminal SF. For complete listings and more information, visit subliminalsf.com. 
or check them out on Facebook. See you then. Asiento, this locally owned Mission Neighborhood Bar and Restaurant, is excited to be a sponsor for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016. We hope you'll join us any night at the Asiento. Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for happy hour pricing all night long. Just mention that you were an audience member for happy hour pricing March 2nd through 6th at Asiento, 2730 21st Street at Bryant Street, just a half a block away from Mutiny Radio. Asiento has a warm, friendly neighborhood vibe that's perfect for an after-work drink or for a night out, featuring a comfortable bar and extensive tapas menu. This is the perfect place for groups that want to get together for drinks and food without the restaurant uh, commitment. Siento. Don't be surprised if you suddenly find yourself at Asiento for the entire night. It feels just like home with bartender service. Asiento. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we